Hollywood is a big fan of the so-called Viking funeral. A funeral where a body is placed into some sort of a wooden vessel, it's floated out onto the water and lit on fire by flaming arrows shot from the shore. We've seen it portrayed time and time again, and it's a bit of a romantic idea that's filled with honor and beauty. Perhaps that is the reason that I am so frequently asked whether or not a person can have an actual Viking funeral. So that's the question I'm going to answer today. Can you have a Viking water burial? Stay tuned. Welcome to Death Becomes Her, the mini cast where we spend five to ten minutes discussing death, dying, and grief from a variety of angles. I'm your host, Lyella Kelly. I'm going to start today with a rather gruesome story. Gruesome, but interesting. So be warned, it's going to get a bit graphic and there will be mentions of suicide. If you're not up to it, feel free to skip this episode. But if you're sticking with me, let's get started. On August 30th, 1945, Adolf Hitler and his former mistress slash new wife, Ava Braun, committed suicide in an underground bunker. She took cyanide and he died of a self-inflicted gunshot wound to the temple. When the bodies were discovered, in accordance with Hitler's wishes, the bodies were carried up the stairs, out the emergency exit, to the garden. They were doused with gasoline and burned, or at least partially burned. A guard named Harry Mangershausen buried the remains of the bodies in a bomb crater near the exit of the bunker. He later said that the remains hadn't been completely consumed by fire and were still recognizable. Soon after burying the bodies, Mengershausen was detained by the Russians who demanded to know the burial site. On May 9th, the bodies were exhumed by the Russians' intelligence service, 10 days after their burial. Captain Fedor Pavlovich Vasilki claimed that Hitler's skull was almost intact, including the upper and lower jaws. At the end of May, Mengershausen once again was confronted with Hitler's corpse, now nearly one month after Hitler's death. Mengershausen reported that he was taken into the woods and shown the remains of three charred bodies. He was asked if he recognized them. He said they were unmistakable. They were the corpses of Goebbels, Frau Goebbels, and Hitler. Side note, in case Nazi history isn't your thing, Joseph Goebbels took over as chancellor after Hitler's death. He only lasted one day in the position. And then, much like Hitler, he and his wife committed suicide just one day after Hitler had. Their bodies were also doused with gasoline and set aflame. Mengershausen said that the Goebbels' bodies were only superficially burned, but Hitler's body showed much greater damage. The feet had been entirely destroyed, the skin and flesh of the body was charred and blackened, but even so, the facial structure remained clearly identifiable. There was a bullet hole in one temple, and the upper and lower jaws were intact. That's the story. Whether or not it's 100% true, I really cannot say. There are a lot of theories about what ultimately happened to Hitler. However, there is evidence to suggest that this account is likely accurate. But that's not what we're talking about today. Remember back before I launched on the gruesome Hitler tangent? 
we were talking about Viking funerals. So back to the romanticized raft or boat set aflame by the arrows of loyal countrymen and that question that people keep asking, can I have a Viking funeral? Well, let's discuss this. Here's the thing. Contrary to popular belief, funeral boats were rarely, if ever, sent out to sea. Boats are expensive and represent the use of many resources. It's not likely that they would regularly be destroyed in such a way. However, being fiercely pagan, the Vikings did believe in the symbolism of the boat as a way to pass from one world to the next. And occasionally, it seems that the body of a very notable person was buried in a boat, similar in style to the idea of the Egyptian pyramids. The body would be buried with grave goods and weapons, perhaps a slave or two. More common than bearing an actual boat is the use of symbolic boats, like those that have been found in Scandinavian, Germanic, and Baltic archaeology. In these examples, bodies were buried and then the grave was outlined in rocks set in the shape of a boat. When we examine archaeology, the reality, it seems, is that Hollywood has really played up the whole body burnt on the water idea. But what about you? Just because the Vikings may not have really done it, does that mean you can't be placed in a boat, lit on fire by flaming arrows, and sent out to a watery grave? This is where the whole Hitler story comes in. You see, as was the case with Adolf and Ava and the Goebbels, even when you douse a body in gasoline, it's really quite difficult to completely burn a body. In a modern cremation oven with flame unceasingly directed at a body, it takes three to four hours at around 1800 degrees to burn a body completely. Logistically speaking, Viking funeral is a tall order. It would be extremely difficult to maintain a fire that is the necessary temperature for the necessary amount of time, especially without somebody tending the flame. And remember, the human body is mostly water very hard to burn something that is mostly water. The most likely outcome would be a burned up boat and a partially burned body left floating in the water. Do you see what I mean by Hollywood romanticizing the whole situation? And there's another issue. The law. There are laws and restrictions in place that say that we aren't allowed to leave dead bodies just any old place, like a lake for example. That being the case, Viking burial is extremely problematic for those of us living in landlocked states. But let's say that you live on the coast and you really want to make this happen. You're even content with just a little fire and then peacefully disappearing under the surface of the water. Could you then apply for a burial at sea permit, build a wooden boat, prepare a body in accord with the recommendations for burial at sea, i.e. weighting the body so that it will sink, sailing the mandatory three nautical miles out into the ocean, and at last have a Viking funeral? No. The answer is no. According to epa.gov, quote, such a burial does not comply with the MPRSA general permit, which does not authorize disposal of a vessel or other structure. In addition, transportation by an uncontrolled boat or floating pyre precludes control over the disposal location. The uncontrolled burning of these structures is likely to generate smoke, ash, and debris consisting of materials other than human remains." End quote. So there you have it. 
Once again, we've been misled by the silver screen. Sorry to burst your Viking funeral bubble. But let me ask you this. Have you ever considered a funeral pyre? We should definitely discuss that, but it's a topic for another episode. Thank you for listening to the Death Becomes Her minicast. Connect with me, Lyella Kelly, at www.leavingwellmt.com. Special thanks to Roman Belove for our intro and outro music. Thank you for tuning in, and remember, talking about death won't kill you. I promise.